Good evening and welcome once again to another episode of the Friday Night Parkdale Special. I'm your host Joyrider coming to you live from the Dollhouse in downtown Toronto with my feline co-hosts Chatty G, Silent J, and Floofmaster Toby. And this is episode 117. Last week was supposed to be our final installment on the legacy of Dave Smith, but there was a major internet outage in Canada that began in the wee hours of Friday morning and went through till Saturday afternoon for me, and even later for some others. It was a mess and demonstrated the dangers of monopolies on what are arguably essential services. 911 was inaccessible for some, and some hospital paging systems were down. I have no doubt that there were deaths as a result of the outage, but chances are good that actual numbers will never make the news, given that Rogers owns some of the larger traditional media companies. I could go off about my feelings on what the CRTC ought to do about all of that, but that has nothing to do with the focus of our show. So let's get back to talking about Dave Smith. After working with Korg and Sear during the 90s, In 2002, he began his own company, again, this time named Dave Smith Instruments, since Yamaha still had the rights to the sequential name. He did end up getting the rights back in either 2014 or 2018, depending on which source you read, at which time he renamed Dave Smith Instruments Sequential, and he continued to work on musical instruments right till the end. He was in attendance at a music festival in Detroit with his family when he suffered a heart attack, the complications of which ended his life at 72. So tonight, we're going to listen to music from 2002 to 2022, from the period where he started his company up again in the last 20 years of his life. First up, we're going to listen to an artist that we've heard from before on this show. This is Zuzu's Crank Heart from 2004. Thank you. 
Next up, we have one from M83's album Hurry Up, We're Dreaming, which came out in 2011. This is titled Midnight City.
Next up, we've got one from Pressures, who are a synth duo out of New Orleans. This is from 2012, and it's called Casting Shadows.
Up next, we have one from Angels and Airwaves 2012 album titled Stomping the Phantom Brake Pedal. This is a remix of their song Surrender.
Up next, we have one from Tegan and Sarah, who are originally from Calgary, Alberta. This one is from their 2013 album called Heartthrob, and the song is called Closer. All I want to get is a little bit closer. All I want to know is, can you come a little closer? Here comes a breath before we get a little bit closer. Next, we have one from Bonobo, who is originally from Brighton in England, but now lives in L.A. This is from his fifth album called North Borders, which came out in 2013, and it's titled Don't Wait. 
One of the things that was really fun about Daft Punk's last album, titled Random Access Memories, was the homage they paid to Giorgio Moroder and to the sound in general from the time in which Moroder got his start. This track is no exception. From 2013's Random Access Memories, this is Daft Punk's Contact.
So here's a thing I didn't know about Three Teeth. The band took their name from the concepts of odontomancy, which one of the band members described, I'm reading from Wikipedia, as an ancient form of divination where the seer would read prophecies in the teeth like rune stones, as well as the word trident, which comes from the Latin for three teeth. From Three Teeth's debut album, which came out in 2014, this is Nile.
Next up, we have one from Death Cab for Cutie. This is from their 2015 album called Kintsugi, and the track is called Black Sun. Black sun, breathe on. 
Next up, out of Atlanta, Georgia, we have a band called Deer Hunter, and this is from their 2015 album called Fading Frontier. The track is titled Living My Life, and it's dedicated to Miles Davis.
the things I learned doing this show. All these years I thought it was pronounced Bon Iver, but it's actually Bon Iver. It's a nod to a greeting from the show Northern Exposure, and it's the French phrase which translates to good winter. If you're familiar with Bon Iver, their work is typically fairly folksy, but somewhere around their third album, they went a completely different direction because the main member, Justin Vernon, ended up working with Kanye West, and that influence shifted their work from 2016's 22 a million. This is 21 Moon Water. Next up, we've got one from Tiger Side, out of LA, who formed about five or six years ago. They're comprised of sexist 
and St. Brendan. This is from their 2016 single, and it's called Nightwing.
So if you've been watching Stranger Things this fourth season, you've probably been talking a fair bit or heard a fair bit about how good the music this season is. And it isn't just the use of Metallica that makes the music this season so good. Another act that has been featured this season is Makeup and Vanity Set, who is out of Nashville. The song that's in one of the episodes of Stranger Things is titled Sentinels, but we're going to go back a bit to 2016 to a track called Wave Hymnal. This is Makeup and Vanity Set.
Our next artist up is Perturbator, and I didn't know that he had a background in metal. He actually very much looks like a metalhead in some of the photos that you can find of him online. Long hair, leather jacket, from his fourth full-length album, which came out in 2016, titled The Uncanny Valley. This is Perturbator's She Moves Like a Knife.
I'm not sure, but I think the first time I heard anything by Perturbator, it was in the John Wick soundtrack. Really good track either way. Anyway, up next we have one from LCD Sound System, who formed in 2002 in Brooklyn, and this is from their fourth studio album titled American Dream. The track by LCD Sound System is called I Used To.
I honestly thought that Sufjan Stevens was substantially older than he is. He was actually born in 1975, which makes him under 50 and not really that old at all. I, I think I'm getting to a point where older people seem young to me because I'm getting older too, and it's weird. He released an album entitled Carrie and Lowell, and there was a live version of that album released in 2017. From that live version of Carrie and Lowell, this is Sufjan Stevens' Should Have Known Better.
Crystal Method formed in about 1993 with Ken Jordan and Scott Kirkland forming the band. Ken Jordan retired from music in 2017 and Scott Kirkland decided to continue as the Crystal Method on his own. The first album that he put out after the departure of Jordan was in 2018 and it was titled The Trip Home. Part of the feel of it was a little bit more of a throwback, and it's definitely clear in the instrumentation that was used. In addition to an ARP, he also pulled out a prophet. And some of the sounds around the minute 30 mark in the song that we're going to listen to next sound so much like early 808 state. It blew my mind the first time I heard it. I, I wasn't sure I was actually listening to the Crystal Method. But their trademark sound is definitely still there, definitely still audible. Even without Jordan, it's still the Crystal Method. From 2018's The Trip Home, this is the Crystal Method's Moment of Truth. Thank you. 
Next up from Church's 2018 album, Love is Dead, this is Graves.
next we have a collaboration between Betamax and Vandal Moon. Betamax is out of Pittsburgh and tends to be a little bit more towards the synthwave scene, and Vandal Moon is out of Santa Cruz and tends to be more dark wave. From 2019, the EP Lost in a Dream World, this is Betamax featuring Vandal Moon, Never Sleep Again. Definitely a very 80s sound. Up next, we have an artist that we've heard from before, 
hotel pools out of Portland, Oregon, who we talked about and listened to in the Vaporwave show a couple months ago now. This track is from 2019 and it features Audling, who is out of the UK. The track is titled Parallel.
BT, whose real name is Brian Transo, is an artist who I've loved since the Ema days back in the mid-90s. I didn't know this, but he was actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for his song Somnambulist, which was apparently recognized as using the largest number of vocal edits in a song, 6,178 edits, to be precise. He's worked with a number of different artists, many of whom I love. Howard Jones, Peter Gabriel, Death Cab for Cutie, Armin Van Buren, Depeche Mode, Paul Van Dyke, and Tiesto, to name a few. This is from last year, and it is called Windows. This is BT featuring April Bender on vocals.
The next artist we're going to hear from is another one that we listened to last month. Kevin Key is one of the co-founding members of Skinny Puppy. He was also a member of Images in Vogue prior to Skinny Puppy. From his solo album titled Resonance, which came out in 2021, one of his many solo albums, let's be clear here. This is Kevin Key's Sorry, I'm Gonna Think Positive.
Our last song for the night comes to us from a trio of brothers out of central Arkansas who were introduced to music, as many of us are, through their parents, particularly their father, who was really into classic and prog rock, but who also introduced them to a number of movies which would have a huge impact on their taste and style as they began to play music. In a perfect closing loop of serendipity, one of the movies that influenced them most is a soundtrack that we listened to a song from in the first part of our look at the impact of Dave Smith, The Terminator by Brad Vidal, from Modeling and the album that they just released mid-May of this year. This is Somewhere Before.
such a perfect homage to Fidel. And that's our show for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to have you share some of your week with me. Locals, one of our regular listeners, has a book coming out soon. Rachel A. Rosen's Cascade has two release parties coming up. One on Friday, July 29th at Glad Day Books, 6 p.m., and the second is on Sunday, the 31st of July, at the Imperial Pub at 4 p.m. If you'd like to support the show, go to the FNPS.com. All the social media links are at the top right of the page, including my coffee link and the show's Patreon link. Patrons get access to my scratch pad as well as early notice of bonus shows and some fun merch. And I am so close to finishing the new streaming rig. I ran into some difficulties and I haven't been able to get my mind around it, but it will happen. Just hang in there a little while longer. Whether short-term or long-term support, your coins help me pay for hosting, streaming, and new tunes to keep the show both on the air and fresh. There's a suggestion box on the site, so if you have show ideas, drop them in there. I look forward to hearing them. As always, be well and stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.